You're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I'm really happy to share this conversation that I had recently with Sophie Watkiss, who is the founder and creator of The Witch's Planner. So she just shares so many amazing tips and tools around how she moved from a place of depression into a place of really motivating herself to create a really amazing business. So I'm going to let you get straight stuck into it and I hope you enjoy. So we were just talking before um, I pressed record about um, just giving a bit about who you are to um, the listeners, because I think it's just so it's really interesting what you do and kind of your background and your and your story that led you to, to what you're doing. So, yes, yeah, so I thought you could share with everyone all that juicy stuff. Yeah, of course. So my name is Sophie Watkiss and I am the creator of The Witch's Planner, which is something I designed and manufactured for pagans and witches and anybody that wants to combine sort of their day-to-day life with their spiritual journey they want to keep track of moon phases sabbats rituals all sorts of things and it's just a great item to use to organize your whole life together basically Mm. okay and so how did kind of going through your story well actually I guess I'll just kind of say a little bit that um obviously we we kind of connected because we're part of this um like business group self-employed business group thing um and I saw a post that you put about um you suffering from depression and I just thought obviously what with the the podcast around mental well-being and everything it'd be really interesting to talk to you because I think um having having that as something that's a struggle um day to day um and in your past and things like that is really difficult in any situation but especially being self-employed and having that motivation to really motivate yourself to to kind of grow put yourself out there it's it's very vulnerable isn't it um being self-employed so I just yeah it'd be interesting to talk to you a little bit about that yeah of course so I've suffered quite heavily with depression anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder for probably for about seven years now Mm -hmm. um a few things have happened in my life to kind of make it a lot worse um so it is something I've suffered and struggled with for a long time um I think a lot of people with depression might agree with me here that it can become the way you feel can become the way of your life so Mm -hmm. you get bad habits you are kind of convincing yourself that you can't do it because that's the way you have been living if that makes sense um for instance like I would stay in bed all day long and in my head I knew I wanted to get up and I knew that there was things I had to do but my body and my mental state just couldn't let me do anything that I wanted to do and There's there's no like rationalizing is there No, no. So I would literally sit there in bed all day long and I would just nap all day because that's all I could pull myself to do. And yeah, so like depression, it can take over your entire life. And for me, I 
needed to change that. I realized that it was giving me such a bad, like a negative effect on my lifestyle. Um, I literally worked full time. I went there and I, I said on my YouTube video, it feels like you're wearing a mask when you're out of the house. Um, who you portray yourself as to other people is not really who you are. Which I um, guess can, I mean, um, from my, my work with um, people who have uh, experienced similar things to what you're saying, um, and, and also actually myself, even when I've been having, you know, low days or, or whatever, um, that when when you're feeling like you're putting a mask on constantly, it actually causes you to feel more disconnected, right? It kind of yeah, accentuates the problem further. Yeah, so when you come home and you take that mask off, you feel 10 times worse. Your energy is completely drained. And it just kind of sets it off on a, you know, it's you're just stumbling through the world, not knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you're not feeling any better because you're not giving yourself that time to recuperate your thoughts. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of going from that place, which obviously is a place of, like you said, like lack of confidence and low energy and all those kind of things. How, how did you get to where you are now? So it didn't get better for a long time Mm. um I actually started uh the witch's planner when I was in the middle of this I like to call it a depression burrito um so my depression burrito is basically me wrapped in my duvet lying in bed staring into the abyss so I mean that's not a funny scenario but I mean it's just I'm imagining you it's nice to put a funny spin on it that's what it was and (laughs) You can't laugh at it now. You never will. So, um, but so basically, the witch's planner was created from this depression burrito. I realised that I needed to organise my life. I needed to plan, and I needed to find a way to overcome it. And by doing nothing and lying in bed was not helping me. So. I thought if I could plan my days, if I could create something that I could combine, for instance, I was struggling to keep up with my craft as well as my day-to-day life and going to work and taking care of myself. So for me, I wanted to make the planner so that I could combine that and take the pressure off myself. If that, you know, like um, putting it all into one place. So I'm not stretching myself across all these different apps and books and websites and all this sort of stuff. So Mm. by putting it into one place, it was a lot easier to take that over. Mm. Then planning in general for me is what has got me out of this depressive state. By planning my days, I'm more inclined to actually get out of bed and do the things on my to-do list. If I know I've got to get all these things done in the day, I can't waste that precious time in bed. Yeah, you know, they they actually say um, that uh, some, like there's an article, this research, sorry, into um, the top things that help. This is more to do with stress really, but kind Mm -hmm. of similar theme. But um, they say that above all else, above all the things that we can do to help us with, um, with, with, a stressed mind and the best the, the the best tool is planning yeah it, 100% it's the best thing to do um there was uh, some youtube videos i've been watching about planning and like motivation stuff and they call it brain dumping so 
they take everything that is in their brain and put it down on paper. If you've got all these things floating around in your head and you know that you've got to do all these things, it's hard to put one of them first because your brain is trying to figure out all of them at the same time. Mm. So when you put it down on paper, you can see it clearly and you can prioritize and you can see which one needs to be done first. And you take all the things that are floating in your head and they're on paper instead. So you don't spend the whole day thinking about it and procrastinating because you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, I'm, I, I love all that kind of thing. I'm such a planner anyway. So um, it come, it, I guess that's the thing is so it, it's if you are naturally like that, it does. It is easier to do that. Where if so for someone who maybe isn't, you know, is feeling that kind of level of chaos in their life. Do you have any suggestions around that? of how to start I would just say get yourself a notebook and just start writing whatever you think whatever you feel it's good to write things down it's sort of how therapy works how talking about things can make you feel better I find writing things down is a great way of just getting it out of your system sort of thing so even if you're not writing to-do lists and you're not doing things on your to-do list just write down how you feel and things that are affecting you and you can see it a lot clearer when it's on paper than when it's in your head and once you read it you can figure out ways of overcoming it or figuring the core of the problem sort of thing. So yeah so just kind of backtracking a bit so so you kind of had this idea um, and the essence of what it was was what helped you kind of come out of your your depression burrito. (laughs) Um, So but but I guess, yeah, thinking about that vulnerability of selling yourself when you're self-employed, you know, how, how did you overcome those barriers? So one thing that's really important to me, and um, it's actually in my Instagram bio, is to stay humble. You need to be authentic. You need to be you. There's nobody better than you. And once you realise that, your self-confidence will boost so much. Mm. There's no point pretending to be anything that you're not. I'm very open with my followers or my customers that I do suffer heavily. I would rather tell people all about it and them understand than pretend to be fine and something happen and people are shocked by it. Mm. So I think being humble, just be yourself, Don't be scared to let people know in your space that there are problems because not everybody's okay. Not everybody's, you know, hunky-dory. Everybody's got something going on. So people are a lot more understanding these days. Yeah. And I think think they value that authenticity, actually, because there's so much of it not being authentic. But it's, 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 it's really appreciated when people are. Yeah, definitely. Um, like an example, um, I just sent out a new batch of the planners and I ran out of stock halfway through doing it. And when I ran out of stock and I realized I still had loads of orders to fulfill, I was just full of so much anxiety. And I spent three days sitting on the idea of whether I should tell people or whether I should not tell people. And I bit the bullet and I made a post about it. And I just said that I'd run out of stock. I'm waiting on more. I didn't manage to send out everybody's orders, but I would make sure that they were all there ready for Christmas. 
And I sat there and I watched all the likes and all the comments coming in. And I, still, I was full of all this anxiety thinking, oh my God, these people are going to, they're going to be fuming. They've paid all this money and now they're going to have to wait even longer. But actually, everybody commented all these nice things, telling me that it was worth the wait and that they can, they know it's just me on my own. They can tell that I'm working hard. So I think being honest is the best policy really people if I'd lied about it people probably would have been annoyed if I just hid it and didn't tell them yeah definitely definitely I think that um actually it's the the kind of the point before we're honest is actually the hardest bit you know we have all these self-critical thoughts going round and round on our heads and it's you know for some it's worse for others it's not but we all have them unless you're yeah. like a psychopath or something <laughs> um but you know you you have them all the time and actually that they are just thoughts when as soon as you actually put what you wanted to do out there and you're honest and you just say whatever it was you realize that those thoughts they they would they there's no fact or meaning or, or anything yeah. behind them yeah. We can convince ourselves that a situation is going to go one way, but you will never know until you are put into that situation. Mm. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, there's something I'm quite strong about, and it's taking the dive. Um, a lot of situations in my life I haven't been prepared for or financially ready for, or things like this. For instance, the planner itself, I didn't have the funds to start this business but I knew that I wanted to do it. So I took the dive into doing it. I set up pre-orders and then there was the money for it. There was the the means to it. People wanted to buy it. I knew that people wanted to buy it. I think a lot of situations in life, you have to push yourself to just take that dive in doing it. Don't think about all the things that can go wrong. Well, you should obviously consider things that can go wrong and be prepared for that, but don't assume that it is going to go wrong. Mm. How do you balance that, um, I don't know, that patience, I guess, because, you know, from my experience, and I know speaking to kind of other people who, um, in any situation, not just necessarily if you're self-employed, but, you know, um, whatever it is, that's any goals that you're setting yourself for anything, there's always this this patience that you need. And in that period of waiting is, is when those thoughts come in, isn't it, of, of or maybe you shouldn't be doing this, like, like, what are you doing? Like, you've just given up all this to do this. Like, why? Are you stupid. Like, look at what everyone else is doing. Like, you're not good at, you know, and all those kind of things come in, don't they? Yeah. Um, there's always going to be a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. So how how do you, how do you, because you, there's an element of just having to sit with those thoughts in a way. Um, and so, so when you were kind of doing your, you know, you, you started right at the beginning when you were starting it, how, how did you sit with those and give yourself that confidence to think actually no I'm gonna I'm gonna continue I'm gonna push through this this barrier into the next stage where it actually starts to be a success well for me the planner was originally just going to be something for myself um I it was never intended to ever become a product to purchase or um so for me I was quite lucky in a sense that I posted about it on my Instagram that I was making this for myself and I got so much feedback um, about people saying that they were interested in it as well. So I think in that situation, I was quite lucky that the interest came to me. It wasn't even sort of a business idea. Um, it was just sort of something I wanted for myself. But then knowing that it was something that I needed proved that it was something other people needed. But I think in terms of having that patience and being prepared for it is 
you are never going to be always prepared and you sort of need to just have confidence in yourself and like believe in yourself it's not it it doesn't matter if it goes wrong as long as you are prepared for it to go wrong or as long as you're ready if it goes right or if it does go wrong you just have to take it on the chin and move on you just have to pick yourself up again and try something different and I guess it's balancing that thing of like you know you were saying is that you were in this place and you knew actually you have a choice here you can stay in this place of self-doubt of low mood yeah. this or you can think actually you know there's some signals here that is telling me that maybe I've got I'm on I'm onto something good right now um yeah. what's the what's the risks like do the risks outweigh the the um ben- benefits or no I don't know but you know <laughs> the pro- the pros yeah, I, think, I think the risks can always outweigh the benefits because of self-doubt I think we can always convince ourselves that there's going to be more wrong and sometimes the wrong is worse than the rights Uh, for instance if I had put loads of money into this and it didn't work out I would lose out on all that money so to me losing out on a load of money and putting myself in a worse situation is dangerous Mm. so comparing that to oh it goes right and the business is as a success it's easier to see the negative one happening of course yeah I think that you for instance on my business I took pre-orders so I set myself up for not losing out um if I'd only had a few pre-orders and it wasn't going to be a success I could have just got those few printed and sent them out and closed it and be done with it but if, for instance, I had personally put a lot of money into it, I think you need to work on it for longer and harder and don't just give up on something because it doesn't work in the first month or so on. A lot of businesses will find that they don't have customers for months. Mm. You have to build up a reputation. You have to build up um, a connection with your customers. And like I didn't sell anything for three months my shop I I took pre-orders but they you know came in drips and drabs there wasn't very many of them um you can see I've got a graph on my shop the first three months the bar is so close to the bottom that it probably wasn't even worth carrying on and I think you just need to be confident in yourself and push yourself to carry on um if you don't push yourself and do it for you you will never achieve anything you need to convince yourself that it's worth it you're doing this for yourself you're doing this for your future um life is full of risks life you could anything can happen you can walk out the door and something bad can happen to you but it doesn't stop you walking out the door every day so Mm. yeah I like that analogy and actually like you said it's it, you were getting some enjoyment out of it and actually it was helping you it's healing you so it that in itself is a, is a good thing right so yeah like it was just filling me with so much motivation I wanted to prove yeah. to myself that I could do it so yeah. it really did help me to kind of take that next step forward out of being so depressed and in such a slump and not doing anything because for me uh with 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 my business um I went through um a, a very difficult um uh, breakup and um the 
with my business, like during that time, it was actually really, really helpful because it was such a such a distraction for me. Um, yeah, it's so good to take your mind off of. Oh God, yeah, the it's bad days so, in life. Yeah, mm. yeah, and there was all. There's always when you're self-employed, especially. I mean, actually, not just self-employed, but you know, any uh, lots of jobs. But I guess more so with, with being self-employed. But um, there's always something to do. You know, the website or whatever. There's always something. Um, it's never ending so it's kind of like this this distraction tool that is just always there for you <laughs> yeah definitely but it's easy as well to get overwhelmed by all of those things that are going yeah. on so how, so how do you manage that, that then that overwhelmed um so for me I do like to to plan and schedule um I use a google calendar and I will literally schedule my entire day be it waking up making breakfast having a shower it's all on there and by doing that you can also see how little time you have in the day to do everything so it's nice to sort of schedule it and you can see it there if you don't fulfill every single task you shouldn't sort of beat yourself up over it it's only a guideline but it's something that you should aim to work to so do you mean you like put in because I use Google Calendar as well and you have to put in like you know a, a, the um times don't you like yeah yeah so do do you put in like breakfast 9 till 9:30 or whatever yeah so <clears throat> my whole day is kind of blocked off um okay, that's very interesting so especially my working time um I'll have big blocks for time that I'll reply to emails time that I'll do social media uh time for you know creating more products for my shop it's so good to schedule that time and be aware of what you need to do and when you need to do it and also it can really help with anxiety and stuff like that because there's no sort of unexpected things that are going to happen if you're prepared for it you know it's going to happen you know it's it's there Mm. and do you so if do, do you do you find you stick to that do you find that you're because because I've done I have done that slightly before um but then I find what I end up doing is I'll go on my computer for example to send an email so I've like scheduled in like okay email time is in the morning from nine to eleven or something um but then like that will trigger I mean it's the way my mind works but that will trigger something else that will remind me to do so then I'll get into that thing the other thing and then I'll completely go on off on a tangent (laughs) I think this is where as well your to-do lists come in helpful because you can write that idea on your to-do list but it's all about prioritizing Mm. so you'll have really important to-do lists and you'll have non-important to-dos um for instance if you have a deadline for a project or something like that that's an important to-do so you should make sure that you schedule that in time for the deadline if all these little things are popping up I would just say write it on your to-do list and then reschedule it back in if you've got the time to do it for instance if you've scheduled your emails to be from 10 till 11 and you finish your emails at 10 30 then you've got half an hour to fit other things in so yeah I, I think that's a that's a key thing isn't it um when I do uh, goal setting with clients and things it's always about actually being realistic um, setting yourself achievable and realistic uh tasks times you know because if 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 you if you if you don't do that then you'll constantly feel like you're failing (laughs) 
Yeah, of course. And also don't, if you've got a big project that needs doing and you just write finish big project, you're probably not going to finish that big project no. because <laughs> there's so many more little to do to do with the project. For instance, if you record YouTube videos, you need to write record video, edit video, you know, upload video. Don't just write YouTube videos mm. because it's overwhelming. As soon as you say, oh God, YouTube videos, that's a big one. You're probably not going to do it. If you write each step, you don't have to do them one after the other, but you know, you might one day record the video and then a day later you'll edit it. But by just putting YouTube video, you're too overwhelmed with such a big project. There's so many little to do's in such a big project. Yeah. So it's really separating it down into the very, very little tasks and steps making sure that you set it in a very timely manner that you you've got you give yourself enough time for each task yeah definitely and I think it's better to give yourself a bit more time than too little I think yeah yeah Mm. definitely because your mind you you your mind gets so distracted so easily you've got to kind of factor in for that that level of distraction yeah of course and it is so easy to get distracted with like our phones beeping every day and notifications here there and everywhere and do you have any suggestions around that actually around kind of you know is there any anything you do in terms of the phone distraction because that is such a big thing in this day and age isn't it and I talk about it a lot on the podcast how it actually does affect our mental health quite a lot um but when you're running a business obviously you have to use it Instagram you know blah 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 you have to be quite present with it don't you Um, um for me personally I've turned off all my notifications um if I'm getting notifications all day I will literally check every time it beeps yeah I did this recently (laughs) if I turn it off I'll check it when I'm ready to and I could have 10 messages come through but I can sit there and reply to those 10 messages I feel like it takes less time to reply to a whole bunch than if I was to stop what I was doing multiple times to reply to one message and then I'll reply to that message and I'll probably end up scrolling through Instagram for half an hour so yeah exactly exactly I was just I had exactly the same conversation with my friend because I did the awful thing where I looked on my screen you know on iPhones now they show you how much screen time you have have you I don't know if you've got an yeah iPhone. you can see how much you've been on certain apps as oh well. my god I was like <laughs> I was like this I don't even know if I wanted to tell my friend because I was actually like embarrassed <laughs> um but it's then so we had a chat about so. in, isn't it? What, what'd you say it's so easy to get sort of soaked into it yeah so easy because like you said we had a chat about it and I was like, actually what it is is because obviously having my business on there and have it, having to post a lot I, know, I mean I don't post as half as enough enough as I should but as much as I should but um because I do post on there I have I get these these notifications constantly like people messaging me or liking a photo and every time I get it I'll look on my phone as soon as I do that I open the screen I go onto Instagram then I scroll look at all this stuff I don't even care about then I'll think okay I'll just check my emails you know and it's just like then oh and then I'll just check check and then you check your emails and then you go back to scrolling through the yeah thing. it's crazy so just it's doing that small little ourselves do that yeah and just doing that small little thing of turning off my notifications it I can't yeah it's so crazy how how much it's reduced my screen time it's so it's really good 
And like another thing I recommend as well is scheduling your Instagram or social media posts as well. Um, So I spend a lot less time actually sitting on Instagram because my posts are automated. Um, I've got this app called Later. Um, You can get it for free or you can pay to post more often, which I do because I post more for my business. Um, But I can sit there a few times a week and I'll upload a bunch of pictures and I can write descriptions and I can plan when they need to go on. If I have an important message, I can override it and I can I can post when I need to. But for the times that like through the week, instead of just going on my phone every single day, three times a day, I'll just do it once a week and I'll upload it to this app. That's yeah, such a good idea. And and also then it can come into that calendar, that scheduling cat on your calendar, yeah. can't it? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, social media time or or whatever yeah of course yeah I mean it's so important to schedule that time that we have because like I said there isn't much time when you really when you schedule it you see how little time there is Mm, yeah definitely and you've talked a little bit about um magic manifestation I don't know if you wanted to kind of touch on that at all and how you use that to help you Yeah, of course. So um, I'm a strong believer in the law of attraction. Um, I feel like the law of attraction works hand in hand with manifestation and magic and stuff like that. So it's a strong belief in what you put out there is what you get back. If I am constantly putting out positive thoughts, positive thoughts and uh, things come back to me. Um, For instance, a negative one might be if you wake up in the morning and you get in your car and you're running a bit late for work, you're going to think of all the negative things that are going to happen between you in that car now and get into work. For instance, traffic lights. You're going to sit there and think, oh God, all the lights are going to be red. I'm going to get there. My boss is going to be mad at me. You know, I'm going to have a pile of work to do when I do get there. Chances are those things are going to happen. But you have to think positively about them. And even if they do happen, it's not letting it put a negative feeling on you. If the lights are red, the lights are red. It's, you know, part of life. You know, everybody deals with red lights. You just have to think positively about it. Don't worry about it. And like manifesting is sort of imagining the lifestyle that you want and making the actions to achieving that lifestyle so for me when I was creating the planet I imagined myself every day as a successful business entrepreneur who worked on the planet and I could envision myself creating new items I could envision myself running this business and where it would become something I manifest at the minute is that I would love to get my planners into paper chase so you know, maybe this time next year I might be in paper chase because it's something that I'm trying to manifest now. So we'll look out and see if that one works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I love, um, I was talking about someone else actually with someone else about the law of attraction and um, I completely um, agree. Like I, I, I love it. Um, and it, I think like you said, I think what's really great about it is that it, it has, I think it doesn't have the power to change what's going to happen in the future in terms of, like you said, with the traffic light situation, that you can't change the fact that the traffic lights are red and you can't change the fact that your boss might be annoyed with you when you get in. 
but what you do have the power to change is how much control it has over you and therefore the kind of that butterfly effect that it has on the other things that happen in the day so for example like if you went into work and then you were feeling like really stressed and you'd let this really absorb this feeling of like frustration and rushing and everything like that then the likelihood is is you're not going to do any of the tasks so well at work um you interact yeah, with- frustration will make worse things happen because yeah. other people will sense that frustration from you and they won't react to you the same as if you were really nice to them or exactly yeah back to them if you if you're negative to them they're probably going to be a bit more negative back in return yeah and then doors don't necessarily open do they for you and then that's where that it has the power to change it doesn't it because actually you're putting out that kind of negativity so therefore that's not going to attract anything positive really yeah, of course. There's this amazing saying that I love to follow. I've actually got it on a sign in my house. It says, um, what we think we become, what we feel we attract, and what we imagine we create. So a lot of what we think and feel and imagine is what we are putting out into the world and what the world is going to send back to us. Mm. That's, I love that. Yeah, that's really nice. Do you know who that's by? no I'm not sure I'll have to look it up yeah yeah yeah. I love it when quotes like just encapsulate everything you're trying to say (laughs) definitely no I love it I walk past it every day and I read it and I think about it and it you know it makes me feel good and Mm. just thinking positively can really affect a lot in your life definitely yeah yeah ask you about if you've got any kind of your top three tips which I ask everybody around calm how you bring calm and confidence into your life um so three top tips I would say take self-care days um we need them you can't be okay every day um it's very important to look after your physical and your mental health so mental health days or self-care days are probably my favorite things to do Mm. yeah Um, another one is my morning rituals um by setting my mornings um, positively, it sets me up for a good positive day. Um, if I know that I'm doing the same thing every morning, there's no stress, there's no panic. Just make sure you're prepared and ready for the day. Even if it's just waking up every morning and making a cup of tea every morning or sitting out in the garden or something like that, just set yourself up for a positive day by doing rituals and stuff like that. Yeah, having that kind of routine and knowing you've got that that you do every single morning is is it does really kind of help anchor yeah. you to a sense of calm, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. It is very calming to do it. Um and then my other one is just be humble and just be yourself. I think that's my favourite. I think there's nothing worse than pretending to be something that you're not to kind of please other people. If people don't like what you are, then that's their own faults. Yeah, and you have that in everything in your relationships with people and, um, you know, with, with your business, with your work, whatever. It's it's this constant, when you feel like you've got to kind of change yourself to be what other people want, it's it, it's it's not, it's it's really tiring, isn't it? And, um, and everybody's different and everybody wants something different. So yeah, you can't and yourself out and be everything. Yeah. And it will never be, it will be never good enough because until when you're trying to be something you're not, you're never going to really, you're never really going to be able to embody that. 
Whereas when you're just being yourself is when you can really have that power to make a difference in whatever it is that you've decided you want to make a difference in. Yeah, definitely. And again, confidence as well. You're more confident being yourself rather than pretending to be something you're not because yeah, it's harder to pretend than it is to be real. Definitely. Thank you so much, Sophie. So if people want to find you, where would they find you? Yeah, of course. So they can find me mainly on Instagram. Um, My personal account is Sophie Watkiss or the planner is the Witches Planner. Great. And I will uh, share that in the show note links um, next to the podcast. Thank you so much. That's really good talking to you. No, it's okay. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to be here.